Yeah, hold that, please. Level five, thank you. Ah, you must be one of our new interns. Yeah, hi. Nice to meet you. Hi. Now, the most important thing to know is to attend the Biparsal Rise plug sale. The most important thing is what? Sorry. The single most important thing is to attend the Channelized Bing Bingus at the Biparsal Rise plug sale, and you'll be fine. Uh, yeah, that sounds important. Does work chat all sound like gibberish to you? Find collaborative articles with tips from the LinkedIn community to help you get through those tricky conversations. Making work make sense? LinkedIn knows how. As a person with a very deep voice, I'm hired all the time for advertising campaigns. But a deep voice doesn't sell B2B. And advertising on the wrong platform doesn't sell B2B either. That's why if you're a B2B marketer, you should use LinkedIn ads. LinkedIn has the targeting capabilities to help you reach the world's largest professional audience. That's right. Over 70 million decision makers all in one place. All the big wigs, then medium wigs. Also small wigs who are on the path to becoming big wigs. Okay, that's enough about wigs. LinkedIn ads allows you to focus on getting your B2B message to the right people. So, does that mean you should use ads on LinkedIn instead of hiring me, the man with the deepest voice in the world? Yes. Yes, it does. Get started today and see why LinkedIn is the place to be to be. We'll even give you a $100 credit on your next campaign. Go to linkedin.com slash results to claim your credit. That's linkedin.com slash results. Terms and conditions apply. You're listening to the Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast. This is Paul Hawksby. And Andy Jacobs. Sorry, I was watching, <laughs> so he's the, watching the IPL. Yeah, yeah somebody's great, score. isn't it? I've lost Mumbai it. just took a wicket. Oh, no, they didn't. Sorry. Okay, okay fair go. enough. So, uh, Jack nothing, Bannister there. Andy watching the cricket, nothing <laughs> happened, but still more important than saying his name. <laughs> so, uh, yes, it's the H&J Daily with some of the best bits of this afternoon's show. Um, well, we had a bit of a chat about we various did, yeah. Andy had we had a Chelsea rant after last night's defeat to Manchester United. We yes. know you enjoy those. You love watching him squirm. So, uh, we, we brought you that. A vintage season for and, that, isn't it? And Martin Kellner had his eye on a bit of sport on TV so uh, we brought you that as well I think that'll, that'll do you nice quiet one for the weekend so here it all is baseball star booed by his own mum in Todd Macklin's American Sports Roundup imagine being booed by your mum I mean, that's we could ask the listeners if it's ever happened to them. We'll tell you the full story later on. But have you ever been... Bo- I mean, that's that's a real childish choice, isn't it, that? You are right, Andy? No. You seem to have got covered in licorice sweets. You're like a five-year-old. Fantastic. God, if only we had cameras. Anyway, we have. Yeah, maybe we can catch that for no, you. It's like a dirty protest. It's maybe. horrible. The thing is, I, I realised I, I needed... My throat was struggling a bit, so I asked you for some nippets, your yes. special sweets. Yes. And then I realised as I was doing it, I, I sounded like speak. Alan in the morning. <laughs> You were getting a bit deepest depth. Anyway, yeah. we've got some clips of the week for you. It's uh, six mm. minutes past one. Good afternoon, everyone. Good afternoon, Andy. And that was quite a bold um, mm. pronouncement you made with uh, Jim and Simon mm. and Stuart just now. But when you actually look at what, I mean, like you said that you, you think Chelsea's performance this year in the Premier League has been the worst by a Premier League side ever. Ever. Based on... Based on what you go from third and world champions to 13th and you've spent 600 million doing it. In the last nine games of the season, if it spread that over the whole season, so it's a quarter of a season, you'd have finished on 20 points. Mm. That is pathetic. That is absolutely pathetic. I have no other word for it. And the whole thing's just a disgrace. The whole... Sh- it's a shambles. I mean, wow. they, you, you just... I mean, players that you think have got more about them. I mean, Mudrick... 
He spent yeah. 18 million quid. He, he looks like he never played football before in his life. <laughs> Honestly. Now, my, my granddaughter, Miss, she could have put that one in, I promise you. Yeah, that's good. That's, it was pathetic. It was, yeah. He, he opened up his body up a touch too much, didn't he? He just, um, he just put his foot through it, really. I'm sure every fan, every talk sport listener has got a player in their team that you just think, God, I never want to see you again. Yeah. <laughs> never. He played. He looked like he was playing in stocking feet, and he played like that. And he, the way he, the first guy, Casemiro, is just like looking at him. Why don't you just watch him head the ball in, mate? <laughs> God, it's pathetic. Yeah, I mean, it? It, it's true. When you when you, you look at, I mean, the one that mm. shocked me. I saw a stat, mm. and I mean, I should have realised really. But uh, only relegation threatened Everton, rock bottom Southampton, and Wolves have netted fewer than Chelsea's yeah. 37 in the league this season. But you've got players like Cucurello. Apparently, he's played a thousand minutes more than Lewis Hall, but Lewis Hall's created more chances in his time than him. I mean, player after player after player, it's just chronic. I mean, you think to yourself, how bad is David Fafana if he can't get a chance over habits? And when he comes on, you're like, oh, I see, yeah, he is that bad. Yeah, he didn't have the best of nights, did he? Really? Zero, the did. pen and... So that's supposed to be the recruitment goal. team's effort. I mean, you look at him, you think, how's that an answer to Chelsea's striking problems? A bloke is a sort of bat light. <laughs> <laughs> it's just, you know, and what's the point of taking Mudrik off and bringing on Pulisic, who's going? The only thing I look at it this way, yeah. Well, you are taking off a bloke who looks like he's never played football in his yeah, life. Well, that's true, to but it's you. not going to help him. They've got some. They've got some very, very good players. Yeah. Lewis Hall's been a plus. Enzo Fernandez is obviously a very, very good footballer. Yeah. Lovely passing range. They've got a lot, a nucleus of very good players. And if they can tr- do the right thing with the recruitment team and give Poch a chance, I'll know if the, if the, if he turns up on the start of training preseason and he's got thirty players to deal with, forget it. He's got to have 22 players plus three keepers, and that's it. And that's what Lampard should well, have done. He should have gone in there hmm. and said, right, I'm going with these 20 players. The rest of you, you can train with the kids. I'm not right. going to even look Bomb at you. Bomb squad. Bomb squad. I'm not going to even look at you. And pick this. he's picked a different lineup every single game. Yeah. You know, he should have tried to find a good 11 and kept playing them. Yeah, honestly, it's, it, I, you just beside yourself. And you look at uh, Yao Felix. I mean, really, Felix, he, Felix, 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 whatever you want to call <laughs> you've, it. You've got a third way, Andy Jacobs. Third way, <laughs> Felix. Felix. Like, <laughs> yeah. yeah, but he's in a good team. He do, he's obviously quality. Good finish last night. Oh, very night, good it? goal. But you know, no, not, yeah. not right for Chelsea and not right for the Premier League. But it looks like they're going to buy him. Uh, no, no, you don't think so? I don't think so. And I'd sell Gallagher a long time before I'd sell Mount. But if he wants to go, what can you do? Yeah. You know, I mean, at the end, Lampard, for the first time, you really wish he'd almost come out. And he's been very loyal to the ownership, really, because he sort of hinted at the yeah. fact that I he. I think it's now that self. Oh, it's been self preservation well, for quite I, I, a while, you know, hasn't it? Because yeah. his reputation a this has been a disaster. Part, it's been a disaster. And yeah. he hasn't. He, we're much, much worse than we were under Potter. But on the other hand, you, I, what I said to you way back, this team's not fit. Yeah. It's so clearly obvious. And he sort of hinted at that last night. Mm. He said the standards aren't there, the standards of fitness. They can't, you know, they can't. Every team that plays them outruns them. Every manager that plays them knows they're going to win because it's just, you know. So what does that say about Thomas Tuchel and subsequently what's happened? A lot of blame goes to him, getting rid, of all the, getting rid of all the strikers. A lot of blame goes to the previous regime for squandering the academy. You know, players like Billy Gilmore should never have been allowed to go, but they should have been developed for Chelsea. You know, are they? what are they going to do with Cole? Are they going to mess that up as well? Mm. You know, they really, really need to stop wasting these wonderful talents that they've got, you know, for older players that aren't going to do anything. Yeah. yeah. 
It's, it's simple, really. It's, it is a simple game. It's a simple formula. They've just got to trim the squad down and give Pochettino a chance. If they do that, obviously they're not going to challenge. They'll, you know, if they do, if they finish in the top seven next year, that will be a massive That's, improvement. It does kind of throw a bit of a light on what Newcastle owners have done. A kind yeah, of fairly well, steady you, how investment. To, how to do it. But Absolutely. new owners often come in. Abramovich was the same. You know, you don't really know the business. You come mm. in and have a big splurge and make a statement. And, you you know, you'll get yeah. some right, but you'll make a bunch of yeah, mistakes. Yeah, you make some mistakes. But these people have made a lot of mistakes. And the biggest mistake is having so many players. Mm. Not getting rid of some in January than when they had the opportunity it's to hard do. to move players on, though. Yeah, yeah, they had, standing, the they had Ziyech standing at PSG. Yeah. Waiting to go, and they couldn't manage to get the fax machine working or whatever they did. It's a <laughs> I disgrace. I don't think it comes down to that anymore. But it's disgusting. Yeah. And so you had this bloke comes back to Chelsea. He's a miserable so-and-so at the best of times, really. Let's be honest. <laughs> How do you know you never well, met him? Look at his face. As, as Barry Davis would say. <laughs> Just look at his face. Just look at his face. Fair enough. Seriously, look at him. Right. You know, and you think... Well, I don't, well, he doesn't strike me as presence. having a miserable face. Oh, he does. He's a presence, isn't he? He's like a real downer. You don't want him... <laughs> what do you want him hanging about thinking he could have could have gone to PSG? Yeah. He has to come back to this. And yet you're still bringing him do on. Do you think he mopes around the changing room? Well, I don't know that. And all so the I, boys I, are I, laughing. I, oh, no, Hattin's coming. Oh, and it, oh <laughs> it sucks all the joy. All the oxygen masks well, fall out the train. I follow him on Instagram and I'd safely say oh, there's, well, not, well, for? there's not one photo of him smiling <laughs> the whole time <laughs> Is that why you follow him on the off chance he might start I smiling? I can't remember why I started following him in the beginning He's I'm a kind of joy vacuum is he? I'd say so Yeah And Havertz when he comes off do you see like he was annoyed when he came what do you think what? You haven't put even I've tried yeah. harder than you in this game I can't get over the, the hump of, um, of um, Havertz looking like Buster Keaton <laughs> It, it really like does. There's one for the teenagers. I'm always waiting it's for. A shame he doesn't go to Arsenal. He can hang off that clock. <laughs> <laughs> That's Harold Lloyd. Oh, sorry. I, I'm, I'm always waiting <laughs> I'm for a he- silent movie stuff. Well, it's easy stuff. done. 03717. <laughs> I'm just waiting for a house to fall on him, but he kind of doesn't get hurt because the windows are. Yeah, open. that one. Okay. Yeah. Do you think? Can you see it, Buster King? <laughs> yeah, I can actually. There we are, kids. Go and check yeah, it out. Ask one. your great, 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 yeah, great granddad. I've no doubt that if Kai Havertz went to Bayern Munich and yeah. played for them next season, he'd be a success. Yeah. He's obviously a good footballer, mm. but in this league, in this team, forget it. And it, and every manager's picked him. And they've all, he's cost you your jobs. What did I say about four managers ago? This bloke's a manager killer, and he is. Do you think they were right, Andy, to call off the Player of the Year awards? Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> I was being slightly facetious there. Uh, would you have gone? No. I'd love to have seen I've you got, go. Got, the thing is, it's I, been I, fantastic. I was going on Sunday, but being I can't, dragged out I by security, I can't go now. You can't go on I Sunday. Can't go on what, Sunday emotionally or physically? No, physically because I was going to go with my son, but he can't find. He's got to look after the kids. And, yeah, and so we're all going to be together. That's fine. Mm. I said to him, I feel a bit guilty. This is a very interesting thing that he said to me last yeah. night. I'll read it out to you because it is. I think a lot of fans will feel like this. Yeah. So I said to him, I feel guilty. We're not going on Sunday. You yeah. know, because as a fan, you want to. You know, say goodbye to people like Aspilicueta who deserve it, have been a yeah. brilliant servant, and wish good riddance to the ones that deserve to go. Yeah. So, so I said, it's always nice to go somewhere and say, yeah, good riddance. <laughs> well, it's true. Yeah. <laughs> Give him a send off. <laughs> yeah. Ziek. Yeah. <laughs> Pulisic. He won't give you a smile. Pulisic. Obviously. Ever, I just don't get him at all. Really. Really? Okay. Fantastic. This is therapy. <laughs> but all you listeners can charge him 12 guineas an hour for this. We're all up on but this But listen deal. to what my son says to me, and he's been yeah. going to Chelsea also for nearly 25 years now. Yeah. 
Guilty for what, he says to me. It's a joke. Could you imagine going to any other form of entertainment yeah. when the performers put in this level of effort or respect? Yeah. Ballerinas not knowing the routine or singers forgetting all the lyrics, musicians not tuning their instruments, etc. It's yeah. a joke. He's right, isn't that it? That sounds like a good night to me. Imagine <laughs> that, the mousetrap. Cast of the mousetrap saying, we, and you know what? We might just knock off five minutes. For, you'll never find out who did it, will you? Yeah, you bring off the butler and bring on yeah. David Fafana. Yeah. <laughs> Havertz annoyed he's led from the stage. Um, yes, anyway, you get the idea with that. Um, as you might be, yeah, what about that then? Because we are going to talk later on about a, he's a top baseball player. He's played at the very top of the game. He's having a bad season. He moved. And his mum booed him off. Really? Yeah, his mum. He said, "My mum's my fiercest critic, but my greatest fan." And I've not been playing well. She said, "Zix, mum in the stands." <laughs> she said, "Dad's though. Dad never stopped smiling. Old man Zix. He's like a he's like a ball of fun." Not sitting there with Bobby Davro watching a game. The Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast. If Everton draw, and yeah. Leicester win, then Leicester will stay up. That's the way it is because their goal difference is much better than Everton's. Yeah. I mean, Leeds have got this situation as well. There's not much between Leeds or Everton's uh, goal difference. Only three goals in it. So if Leeds mm. win by three goals yeah, um, and Everton draw, they would finish above them as well. Yeah, but they're not going to... Leeds aren't going to score three goals without reply. Tottenham will score there. Right? Lads, it's Tottenham. No, and it's Tottenham, it's, but it's, also it's Harry, Tottenham at the moment. It's Harry Kane, and Harry Kane will score. He always does. So. There is always a danger of that, isn't mm. there? If they if they push on uh, Leeds to get goals, then we've got you know yeah. we've got players to hurt you on the counter attack. But we'll see. I mean, we'll have a chat mm. with Stan about that in the moment. Again, all these games are very difficult to predict. Um, I think it was Andrew Dillon mm. the Sunday did a little column, and he said if Kov go up, he would like to see him bring back the infamous brown kit. Oh, um, love it. People yeah. love that kit, but. <clears throat> Bless you. Charlie Baker was telling mm. me that uh, well, he sent mm. through a little thing earlier on from uh, Historic Football Shirts Limited. If you want the original Admiral one from uh, back in the day, uh, it's £2,000. Yeah, I'm not surprised. £2,000 for one of those Admiral shirts. It's, it's not a replica. There won't be a lot around, and no, it's there wouldn't be. So uh, maybe they will for old time's sake. Anyway, we asked you if you've ever been booed by your mum. We're going to speak to Todd Macklin in an hour, mm. and there, we've got a story uh, very much along those lines. Not booed by my mum, says one of the listeners, but I uh, once, missed, once missed an absolute sitter only for my dad to shout at the top of his lungs, Oh, Billy, you donut! <laughs> followed by complete stunned silence from all the other parents oh dear but we've had people Tom Blackburn I once got booed by my mum playing football at secondary school got sent off for what was a very rash challenge she booed me as I walked off told me what an embarrassment I was oh, oh no mum <laughs> planned and restarted so everybody heard it my mates never forgot it and Kevin says I was once in a double act and we were doing warm ups before Edinburgh and okay we weren't at our best but after one joke I started to hear booing from the back I looked up to see who was being so cruel and it was my nan. <laughs> it's not to be Kevin fair, Day, is it? This? I don't think it doesn't. I'm not sure. I don't think so. Mm. To be fair, this was the funniest thing that um, happened all night. <laughs> not that Kevin wouldn't do a good gig, but Yeah, it's, just, it's not it's Kevin. It's you immediately a... think if someone's being booed by their nan, it's Kevin Day. <laughs> no, Thank you, Andy. It's a, because he's a professional comedian, yeah. obviously, at Edinburgh. Uh, I love these letters. To be quick. This bloke, Peter Mack, has written, he said... Has any fan noticed in the last 10 years in the Premier League that clubs owned by another country win everything? Yeah. It's brilliant, isn't oh, no, it? No, it, only you, mate. <laughs> yeah. Do you know what? He's got a point, doesn't he? He's got a point. Honestly. The Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast. 
Good afternoon, Paul Hawksby, Annie Jacobs here on TalkSport. Clips of the week to come. Todd Macklin's got some interesting tales from the world of American sport and could one of the greats be considering retiring? And bowls. Would you like to try your hand at bowls? This is the weekend um, because a load of clubs just opened up their doors for you to give it a crack as a sport because obviously mm. uh, they want to refresh um, their audience and the people that play the game. But uh, before all of that, Martin Kellner brings us the weaker sport on TV. Hello, Martin. Hello, boys. You all right? Not so bad. I don't know if you caught Pep Guardiola's performance. I thought you were going to ask him if he's ever played bowls. Yeah, I'm sure he's played bowls. Good wood. No, I've never played bowls. Really? But I did do a story about the bad boy of bowls. I mean, bowls, it's sort of like a bit of a Radio 2 thing. Mm. They're always trying to refresh the audience. And by that, they're trying to avoid the fact that people die. (laughs) What tends to happen is it's older people who play bowls. And uh, when they say, you know, we need to um, refresh the audience, why? What's happened? Well, some of them have sort of dropped off the <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah. dropped off. They're the not grid. playing they're not as in, much as they did. They're not in the league table anymore. <laughs> yeah, and that's that's, that's always a problem with bowls. So, but at one point they they made a movie, and I can't remember the guy's name. Yes, no, I know what you're talking about here. Yeah. yeah. Wasn't he played it? down in Devon, I think. Yes. And he was the bad boy of bowls. They were trying to make him into a, a, a sort of, uh, I don't know, a John McEnroe type uh, character. Yeah. That didn't refresh the audience, so obviously, you know, more chances. Oh, and well. People who play it absolutely love yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. Well, look, we'll see how they get on. Uh, yeah, yes. um, Ted Lasso, um, Pep Guardiola had a little acting role in it. He did. And um, ah, it's a lovely it. little work, because I don't want to give it away, but when the two managers shake hands at the end when Ted and Pep shake hands after Richmond play uh, Manchester City. He says, it's not about winning or losing, Ted. I'm thinking, you could have fooled me. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, go does and check it out. Ted's one of the best managers in football? He does. Well, he well, it depends if they won or lost. I'm not prepared to say. You've got to watch the show. Yeah. Um, anyway, what's taken your eye this week, sport on TV, Martin? Well, I watched uh, McGregor Forever, which is uh, a new docu-series on uh, Netflix mm. about, um, well, about uh, McGregor, obviously the... Uh, um, you know, Conor McGregor, the uh, MMA mixed Oh, Conor McGregor. Arts, I was wondering uh, which McGregor it was. Oh, I couldn't no, think, yes. of, couldn't think of any one, others. Really? Yeah. Conor. It's mm. Conor McGregor, McGregor yeah. forever. I mean, he had this dreadful injury uh, in uh, 2021. It starts with that. It's a four-part series. Mm. Stretching it a bit to go over four parts, but that's Netflix for you. They will always uh, you know, try and get as much out of these stores they can but it was an interesting story in that uh, all right it's the old old story he lived he was uh, from crumlin uh, dublin 12 mm. yeah the ghetto if you like and it was his way of uh, you know of, of getting out of all, all that yeah but like uh, so it, you know so so much so familiar but the difference is i suppose that there was no template mm. you know there was no other guy who'd ever got out of the ghetto by doing mixed martial arts it was an entirely new thing there was no role model for yeah. uh, for conor mcgregor to build a career on and that's all that's all interesting and he's an engaging character um there's an interesting quote from the president of the ufc uh, Dana White, I think yeah. it was called President Dana White, yeah. Yeah. Dana White, yeah. who says, um, these guys who fight for a living, they're not wired the way the rest of the world is. Well, you could have fooled me. Uh, I mean, <laughs> you should try Dana White's new state. sport, Martin. I, um, if you can find it on TV anyway, it was in the papers today. It's been big, oh. in, the, it's been big in the Eastern Bloc, big in Russia. It's like a bit oh. of a sketch. It's sort of a, 
comedy sketch. It's basically two big blokes slap each other it's around sla- the face. It's slapsies, Martin. It, have you probably seen slapsies. it? It's it's, um, it's organised no, slapsies. Not doing it with a wet fish like Monty Python, but actually, no. I mean, it's... it's Ron yeah. the Wolverine Beta and Damien the Bell Dibble yeah. took turns whacking each other in a brutal bout, yeah. apparently. It's, it's, it two sounds... contestants slapped the living daylights out of each yeah. other. It's marvellous. <laughs> well, yeah. what, what's that on? Is that on... Probably you can find it somewhere. Yeah, I mean, YouTube, if you, on YouTube, if you put, right. basically, I think if you put it into uh, YouTube, you'll find quite a lot of the. I mean, he's probably got into this because you can see it's quite big in other parts of mm. the world. So uh, yeah, go and check it out, Mike. It's quite weird. Yeah. Oh well, that's one step on from uh, mixed martial arts and the UFC. Uh, the first episode that I watched is called uh, Bad Blood. Um, which would really cover any... I mean, eventually, when they're hyping it, it's always bad blood, isn't it, eventually? Mm, yeah. Uh, and it, uh, Khabib the Eagle, Numengador, who's his um, big opponent yeah. in this a uh, couple of times, uh, and they start off being great friends, and then, of course, to hype up the fights, mm. they... Uh, uh, they're not big friends anymore. But there's a lot of stuff with Conor McGregor at home. Um, interestingly, he's got these gymnasium rings, you know, mm. the things that you, yeah. you, you build your strength. I don't know whether you've got them at home. But you <laughs> no, build... no, not really. I've seen a piece of the living room. No. You get in front of the telly it. sometimes. That's yeah. at the wrong yeah. angle. It's the problem. Yeah. <laughs> well, he's got them, obviously, in his yeah. place. And he's got a little baby, like all these documentaries on uh, Netflix and Amazon, that they were shown at home and what good family people they are. Uh, so he's got a little dead baby. And he's hanging the baby off the gymnasium rings, oh. which, um, which if I still got hold of the baby. Yeah, I was going to say, he's stretching his arms in a crucifix. Yes, he's still got hold of the baby. But it just did look mm. a bit, I, I don't know, there's something I would, I mean, the baby's giggling, so that's good news, yeah. but not something I, I don't think I'd have enjoyed <laughs> as, yeah. uh, as, as a young person. No, of course um, not. But um, but yeah, it's it's you know if you want for if you're I mean the people who love UFC yeah. absolutely love it, don't they? Yeah, so of course. Four, four episodes with Conor McGregor, they would probably think it's not yeah. enough. Now, Maybe Martin, we're going to move on much. on Netflix. King of Collectibles, which is on Netflix. Yeah. Tell us about this because the times well, are pressing, unfortunately. Yeah, but it's yeah. a shame it yeah. cost us six episodes of this. Oh right, uh, <laughs> yeah. and, and you're going to go through them all forensically. Totally. It's about a guy called. Uh, who, I mean, talk about nominative. Determinism. Mm. This guy's called Ken Golding, oh. and he is the king of collectibles. Wow. So the program's called King of Collectibles, The Golding Touch. Mm. Uh, and it's largely about uh, people trying to get hold of, uh, you know, memorabilia, which is going to be particularly valuable. So I suppose it's like all these programs, that, whether it's buying a buying a house and selling it for more money, you know, after you've done it up and all that. Mm. Starts with, um, with them opening up at the suspension Suspenseful, dramatic music. They yeah. open up a case, and inside the case is the very contract that ba- that took Babe Ruth from uh, Boston Red Sox to, to the, the Yankees. New York Yankees. Ooh, wow. Yeah, and he said, and it's there. It's all you know, this glass case, and it's all uh, you know, it's all. I would have liked to see someone pick it up and then drop. drop. <laughs> it's an amazing thing with or, Babe Ruth. He's like the least athletic bloke you've ever seen. I know. It's how amazing. Is he, how is he so good? Like, yeah, I've got he's no like idea. the sort of fatty arbuckle. He's, very, no, no, he's a big lad. That's a reference for the kids. <laughs> yeah, um, but uh, yeah. So they, they, there's also people who are in this. Joe Montana, Mike Tyson, Peyton Manning. A oh, lot of people. That sounds interesting. 
Drake, if you're interested in Drake memorabilia, is there not as Charlie well? Martin no. for not Charlie. For the no, that's sporting uh, curse Drake for a while. He'd turn up somewhere or he yeah he, he know, used to turn up at uh, he turn up at games and oh, yeah, was always lost. Yeah, that's yes. right. Yeah, the curse of Drake. Oh, we don't mention that, but they, they, there's some Drake memorabilia, yeah. and basically it's about these guys driving round. Uh, meeting people who own bits of memorabilia yeah. and trying to get it for as um, cheap as they possibly can. <laughs> nice. Okay. Um, and, it, <laughs> and then selling it for a lot of money. So, you know, yeah. buy it cheap and sell it It's a business. Yeah, that's yeah. the it's way it is. It's, it's a business. It but, you know, work. business programs, they're very popular. But, you know, people yeah. like to see all that. So, and they've got a, a Jackie Robinson auction. They've got a bit of uh, Jack Robinson. Remember, a bit before he became Jackie Robinson, he was the first sort of black... Um, you know, first guy to cross over from into the into the majors, yeah, to the majors. Um, and they've got an auction of his stuff. So, I mean, if you're interested in all this stuff, there's six episodes of it, as I say. Um, sadly, no time to go through No time to episodes. go through it. Or total football. Maybe we'll get round to that yeah. next week. But you are back yeah. overnight, aren't you, Martin? Back overnight. Yes, I heard you with Stuart. Uh, yes. Stuart Weir, and he'll be uh, using his uh, uh, his verbal skills for his usual um, review of the papers, which so, is very funny. So 1am you get underway, yes? Is that right? 1am, yes. The Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast. Hold that, please. Level five, thank you. Ah, you must be one of our new interns. Yeah, hi. Nice to meet you. Hi. Now, the most important thing to know is to Ertzen the Biparsal Rise plug sale. The most important thing is what? Sorry. The single most important thing is to Ertzen the Channelized Bimbingus of the Biparsal Rise plug sale, and you'll be fine. Uh, yeah, that sounds important. Does work chattel sound like gibberish to you? Find collaborative articles with tips from the LinkedIn community to help you get through those tricky conversations. Making work make sense? LinkedIn knows how. As a person with a very deep voice, I'm hired all the time for advertising campaigns. But a deep voice doesn't sell B2B. And advertising on the wrong platform doesn't sell B2B either. That's why if you're a B2B marketer, you should use LinkedIn ads. LinkedIn has the targeting capabilities to help you reach the world's largest professional audience. That's right. Over 70 million decision makers all in one place. All the big wigs, then medium wigs. Also small wigs who are on the path to becoming big wigs. Okay, that's enough about wigs. LinkedIn ads allows you to focus on getting your B2B message to the right people. So, does that mean you should use ads on LinkedIn instead of hiring me, the man with the deepest voice in the world? Yes. Yes, it does. Get started today and see why LinkedIn is the place to be to be. We'll even give you a $100 credit on your next campaign. Go to linkedin.com slash results to claim your credit. That's linkedin.com slash results. Terms and conditions apply. Quality sleep is essential for boosting energy, recovery, and well-being. So take your sleep to the next level with Sleep Number. With a Sleep Number smart bed, you can individualize your comfort level and enjoy a better sleep night after night. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now the Queen Sleep Number C4 smart bed is only $1,599, a saving of $300, only for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at Sleep Number stores or sleepnumber.com. 
the Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast. We await our guest uh, in a few moments time, Andy, if there's oh, anything yes. you want to discuss. I don't know if you saw Beyonce's uh, latest takeaway, did you? Have you spotted no. this? No, oh, the, uh, yes, I did actually. She, yeah. uh, she was playing at the Stadium of Lights mm. and went to, uh, I think, a local uh, Indian restaurant and... Um, yeah, curry tapas went down well. Uh, chicken uh, masala, lamb curry, chicken buna, vegetable... But not all for her, obviously, for the band. Yeah, so they, think. That's going to slow you down during Crazy Right Now, isn't it, I would imagine? <laughs> or Jal Frazy Right Now, of course, as the sun gave us, quite <laughs> rightly. Um, they had Indian chunky chips <laughs> as well. And then right at the bottom, um, the smash burger pizza. That's obviously what Jeff Peters Jeff had. Peters would have had yeah, that. Yeah, that's what we're in face with that. But it's fantastic. When when she plays at uh, the Tottenham Hotspur mm. Stadium, she'll have the legendary Chick King to go for. That's uh, true. Just over the road. And it'll be easy. She can pop over there herself before the first number. <laughs> Maybe do it in intervals between costume changes. Um, Beyonce. Yeah. No, I'm not. We don't get free tickets. It's not part of my season ticket, <laughs> unfortunately. <laughs> don't want to start booing Beyonce as well. Is that toxic there? They blame Daniel Lee for a couple of bad songs. <laughs> uh, the Duke of Kent, I always like to see what he's been up to, and uh, he took part in the centenary camp commemorations for the Flying Scotsman, or Andy Murray, as he calls him. <laughs> I tell you, I'm just, it's quite interesting. I'm just, um, we lined up a conversation with the CEO of, uh, of yeah. Bowls in this country because obviously I thought he would like to promote the fact that well, he's got imagine he would. his big Bowls weekend and evangelise about there. it. Well, he's going straight to voicemail. <laughs> Isn't it? I wonder why the sport's struggling. I'm sure there's a good. I'm sure there's a good reason for it. It's your shop window, Bowls. There you go. Five minutes of national radio. Tell us why we should all play this weekend. Oh, I can't get through. Marvelous. Anyway, I'm sure there's a very good reason for it. As I said, I don't know. It's more fallout from Vinicius. Did you see uh, that uh, the VAR who didn't actually spot? Uh, the, that um, Vinicius was being strangled when he got that red card because the red card was overturned. Yeah. Um, apparently, the referee was shown it without that, which is why he made the decision. It's brilliant, did. isn't it? Well, well done. Um, so the VAR is gone. Apparently, he's one of six VAR officials that told they're going to be finished at the end of the season. You know, yeah, it was a very strange call in one of the papers today for Jude Bellingham to snub Real Madrid, uh, basically because of the racism in La Liga. You know, you can't expect the boy to do that. It's a dream move, isn't it? And, you know, I, I, I didn't think that was the right thing. I mean, you know, he sh he, if he wants to go there, he should go there, shouldn't he? Yeah. It's not anybody else's business, I'd say. No. Um, but it might be a bit off-putting. Well, would, it might, but then that's his... If would, he makes that choice, sure. that's another it, thing. That, but I don't would, think you can ask him to do that. It would focus, it would focus the mind, certainly. Yeah, Ali Ross uh, was another one who uh, just texted me. He very much enjoyed today's first 15 minutes. He said, me laying waste to Chelsea while you referenced Buster Keaton and yeah. Harold Lloyd. Yeah, well, <laughs> I didn't bring up Harold Lloyd. You did, mm. uh, inadvertently. But, yeah, it was. If, if you missed it, it will be on the... It will be on the um, podcast. Andy just had... I say it was quite cathartic for him. It probably wasn't for anybody else, but he just... I mean, he completely steamed into Chelsea. Well, uh, was I wrong in anything I said? I don't think I was. I mean, one bloke said to me, oh, you're always running the I team down. But, you know, that, you did I say, don't think I was wrong. You did say Hatim Ziyech is, is miserable at the best of times, <laughs> like he's a member of your family, <laughs> like you know him. Oh, you know what Hatim's like. He comes around, he's always got a gob on him. I mean, we've got no evidence of this, Andy. It's just your perception, isn't it? Yeah. And if you're thinking of writing to a tabloid newspaper to say Tina Turner was simply the best 
please don't because about 18 people <laughs> did it today. Yeah, we did, get they the really? yeah, did they really? Did they really? They wrote they wrote that letter. Wow. Well, I mean, I'm not I'm not denying that she was, but no, I mean, it's neither bit, am I. It's a bit root one, isn't it's it? It's very and, much so. Yeah, yeah. yeah. There we go. Anything else? Oh, really? Is he oh, yeah. Not he's coming. He's not turning up. Oh, for goodness' sake. So apparently, very much. <laughs> apparently <laughs> no one wants to know about bowls. No one wants to know about bowls oh, at the late. moment. Uh, he's got a chance to yeah. ring in. He may well be listening. Try and frantically come on, banging at the windows. Ian Abraham's a good bloody Ian. He's been with the station for years. The Moose, yeah. But the thing about the Moose is you always see him in basically the, the kitchen we- at parties. <laughs> no, West the Ham, nude. West Ham, <laughs> West Ham merchandise or Talksport merchandise or sh- polo shirts. He's been given by somebody. Yeah, right. That's effective. That is that is the extensive wardrobe Whereas of the Moose. Last yeah. night he went to the football writers' dinner. Yeah, and on a, a black suit, black shirt, black tie. He looked, he looked like an undertaker. <laughs> he and Abrams were all your funeral needs. Yeah, <laughs> really. he did look. He did look quite serious. <laughs> I'm not sure that laugh would be uh, the Moose's laugh. <laughs> wouldn't be great halfway through a funeral. <laughs> wouldn't be perfect. No, would it? wouldn't. No, absolutely not. Not a great and idea. I know I have a go at Chelsea, but it's a bit like having a go at your own mother and spec savers. It's such a pathetic. Anti-Chelsea ad today. What's the point of that? What did they do, Andy? Oh, they basically did an eye chart for Chelsea fans and it had all L's in it. That's an odd marketing ploy. It's almost as odd as... Any Chelsea fans who's thinking of going to Specsavers, go anywhere else. That's it. Yeah, that's right. I mean, you've lost the Chelsea fan base. Maybe they think they can afford to do that. Well, probably they can. Yeah. Maybe that will make... It's almost as mad, from a marketing point of view, Mm. of having five minutes of national radio uh, to talk about your sport in its biggest weekend of the year (laughs) and not buy to turn up, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, it's, yeah. it's almost like that. I wouldn't say it's quite as bad. I as could that, read out the thing it, they send if you like. like. <laughs> oh, well, no, got don't, don't get Andy. Don't give them the oxygen of publicity. They got T20 well, bowls. What well, sport giving, hasn't got T20 version? If they can't be bothered, they're not getting the oxygen of publicity. That's very true, really. Yeah. And Jason Roy, I mean, I don't blame him. Do you? <laughs> I'm quite bitter about this, as, know, you probably, you as you can probably tell. It's very rare that a cricket. This was cricketer. their cup final. It very much this was. was. Honestly, this was their cup <laughs> final, I'm saying. <laughs> I'm still going along to my local club. Oh, are you really? No, not really. Fantastic. They'll probably close the door in your face. <laughs> we don't want your salt in here. <laughs> and. Um, I like the Potter's Leisure Centre. The Do indoor, you really? The indoor bowls. Oh, OK, that's sorry. not what they're talking about. I've told you, no oxygen of publicity. Anyway, Jason Roy, he's going to get... It's football. It's very rare that a cricketer can get footballer's money. And this, he's going to get yeah. 300 grand. Oh, no, I've read this wrong. Oh, no, it's a two-year deal. Yeah. But the tournament only lasts two weeks. Yes, well, of course. So 150 I mean, grand We had a chat weeks. with John Norman came in. We just, you know, more and more we know this is going to mm. be the case. You know, we just hope that... The players still want to play red ball cricket, and it's not yeah. all sort of franchise. No, I don't you do wonder if, it's fair in ten years' stage. time, or even fifteen years' time, mm. people are saying things like, "Do you know they used to play over five days?" You're saying, "You what? No, five. They used to play a game that lasted five days. Sometimes it wouldn't even the sort of thing Americans have said for years: five days, you don't yeah. get a result." Uh, is what the, the kind of next generation of cricket fans will be saying? Unfortunately. That's true. I don't know where that leaves the future of bowls, Andy. <laughs> no way. To be an, I'm not even interested. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, look at this, Dan. He's he's fuming, Dan. Uh, I stayed at home specifically to learn about Bowls Week. I'm late for work now, so in future I'm following cheese rolling. Well, fair enough, well that's really. back on Monday, Cooper's Hill. Is it? Is it yeah, on? I think it's on. Well, I mean, wow. it's almost like an underground sport now, isn't it? Because I think the police the police aren't very keen. It's a bit of a health and safety nightmare, but people people mm. turn up to indulge in it anyway, so... Uh, yes. 
Okay, Andy, a bit I think, of fun. I think that's um, it, really. Yeah, but Dan, just among the many people, very upset that we didn't talk well, bowls you know, today. That's, so, they'll never uh, darken our doors again. Well, that's it. They've they've blown it. <laughs> they've blown it. <laughs> Could have made all the difference. I want a completely white suit sent to me to placate me after this. I want a, it's going to look like Fantasy Island in this studio. I want a complete outfit, the white keks. I'll I want, settle I want for one of those little white, for a... one of those little white caps. I want one of them. Autographed Jack. I'm sure. <laughs> <laughs> Who's autographed Jack? I have no idea. So anyway, that'll do us. Um, don't go and play bowls this week. Don't bother. No, I'm only kidding. You should, you know. I can't. There's probably a very sound reason. Go along and try it He'll out. He'll be on the know. next show. The sport, Andy and the sport does need your, su- does need your support, yeah. Okay. They may not be as keen. Um, anyway, that'll do. Um, yeah. I want to find out him. about bowls, says Connor, yeah. the Newcastle I fan. I could have told him that I once had, and I still probably got somewhere, David Bryant's pipe. You have. The legend. You could have done David Bryant's pipe material. Honestly, it would have been gold. It would have been gold. It would have been. But it's not our fault. <laughs> we, were here, we were here to broadcast it, but they weren't. <laughs> he trailed it a lot as well. Yeah. Oh, man. Um, honestly, some people. The Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast. There we are. That was this afternoon's show. Uh, we're back on Tuesday. We bring you the League One yes. playoff on Monday afternoon. It's live on Talk Sport, so uh, it's no show for us. Um, but we've got a fantastic weekend of sport for you on Talk Sport with the boxing, Premier League, playoffs, and we'll return on Tuesday. Danny Kelly will be here for yes, a review I'm, I'm not back to of the season. No, you're not back to Wednesday, are you? Charlie will be with me. And he'll be back on Wednesday. So until then, have a great bank holiday weekend. And uh, we'll catch up with you next week. You've been listening to the Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast. Hear the guys every weekday between 1 and 4 p.m. on TalkSport.